Welcome to Flip the Library, a podcast from Gwinnett County Public Library. My name is Monor, and I'm a library associate at the Norcross branch. And I'm Steve, the manager of the Grayson branch. GCPL University began in 2021 as a program of self-paced online courses designed for the Gwinnett community by GCPL staff with the goal of teaching practical job knowledge and developing marketable skills using the library's physical and digital offerings. On today's episode, we are chatting with a few members of the GCPL University team. Can you all please introduce yourselves? Hi, I am Maria Mead. I am a supervisory librarian at the Snellville branch. Hi, I'm Fernando Aragon, and I am the Learning Lab Supervisor located in the Five Forks branch. Can y'all tell our listeners about the GCPL University program and what it entails? Yeah, I can speak to that. So GCPL University, as Steve kind of said up top, are self-paced courses. We wanted to use the digital resources and databases that GCPL already had. We had all these great resources and we wanted to put them together in a way so that customers could find a way to get to the project that they wanted. So the goal of GCPL University is to have these projects in mind where people can complete the program and develop a specific skill or goal. For example, we have a computer basics course that uses resources from LinkedIn Learning as well as resources that we created in-house to help customers learn how to use a computer from the basics, like how to use a mouse, to how to be comfortable using the internet, using a web browser, and how to keep themselves safe online. So those are resources that we had previously with GCPL. This program puts it in a course so customers can go from start to finish to learn how to use that specific skill or complete that specific project. So how and when did DCPL University get started? So it, it started as part of my white paper for Leadership Academy. I participated in Leadership Academy in 2018, 2019, and I wrote a white paper about how do we make our digital resources and databases more accessible for the community, more findable. And one of those tools that I proposed was creating a learning path. And after I completed that white paper, that was selected by library leadership as a proposal that they wanted to uh, complete going forward. And the team was formed later that year in 2019. Great. And for those who don't know, Leadership Academy is an internal program that we have as a leadership development program that Maria and many of other of our very talented staff members have gone through. Very cool to see that, but actually manifested into like a real thing. So that's very impressive for sure. Was this plan to launch any earlier? Like did the pandemic affect your timing at all on that? Yes, the pandemic definitely affected our timing. We found ourselves slowed down in part because, you know, we had kind of been working in person on some of this and then that got stretched out. So yeah, it definitely affected our timing, but also it wound up providing an interesting opportunity, I guess I could say, where we had expected these courses to supplement in-person programs and in-person book a librarian appointments in the branch. And suddenly everybody was doing online learning and we had this kind of program that we were building that would actually fit pretty neatly into that new boom of online learning. We started offering Python programming as well as JavaScript and Java programming in the summer of 2019, and it really took off. And what patrons would do is we would have our intro to Python, but then they'd follow up with book a librarian sessions. 
And it was something that we had a lot of demand for. So when Maria came up with the GCPL University idea, we figured that Python would be a great course for GCPL University because the library has a wealth of resources in LinkedIn Learning and Gale courses. So you mentioned LinkedIn Learning and you mentioned Gale courses, but what are some of the other resources that the library offers that you um, connect customers to and what's kind of the basis of the program? Like when they get in, what are they seeing and how is it managed? Some of the other resources that we've used, we have a sort of job searching as well as resume cover letter writing course. And so we also use things like Ferguson's Career Guides and Job and Career Accelerator to help customers put all of that information in one place. So when somebody logs in to GCPLU, they see all of the courses that they can access. And then once they enroll in a course, that shows them a step-by-step process through the course. The courses are set up a little differently depending on the subject. Some of them require you to complete one step before moving on to the next one to make sure you're kind of learning things in order and you're building up that knowledge in that way. Some of them, like the job searching course, allows people to pick and choose, kind of move through the course and so that they can focus in really on what they want to work on. And if they don't want to do the whole thing, they can just kind of ignore the other parts. For the Python stuff, Fernando, what is used? How do they practice what software is being used there? Yeah, so when the users first sign up for the Python programming course, the first thing that they're actually presented with is a Gale course and a LinkedIn course on math refreshers. It's one of those things that if you haven't taken a math class in a while, (laughs) we all tend to uh, forget. I know I need refreshers in math all the time, but we start off with a math refresher, but that is optional. So if somebody signs up for the Python programming, they don't necessarily have to go through the math refresher before they go on to the next courses. The neat thing about Python is that you have a wide variety of IDEs in which you can write your code. There's some like Replit, which are all online based. So you can practice your code right in there. And to supplement those LinkedIn learning videos. We also have resources and books, some great books that as a part of GCPL University, we added to our collection. Uh, There's Python Crash Course, which is a fantastic book and Automate the Boring Stuff. Those are very, very popular. And once we added them to our collection, it seems like there's always holds on them. So the Python programming GCPLU course starts off with the math refresher. And then gets into coding essentials, which is just breaking down what is the syntax or just the gist of coding and not necessarily getting into the Python syntax. But then it gets into creating a graphic user interface, uh, automation, data analytics and visualization. There's also an Excel essential training that there's a great course on LinkedIn Learning, which tied in with what someone would learn in GCPL University, they can automate a lot of the boring Excel stuff. And you mentioned something interesting, Fernando, and I think what that happens with all the courses is that it also involves the physical collection. It's not just the online resources that are being used. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's something that we did for each course is went in and added links to both physical items and in some cases items 
that are in the Gale eBooks. That way customers can find resources to expand their learning and they can do that both in the branch or from home. It's a very good thing to do from an accessibility standpoint, for sure. So how can our customers get started with GCPL University? So if somebody wants to get started with GCPL University, the easiest thing is just to go to the front page of our website, click on the little find it button, and then there's a link right to GCPL University there. They will need to get set up with a Niche Academy account. That's completely free. And once they're, they've set that up with an email address, they have access to all of the courses. What are some other courses that are planned for the future? What's coming up for GCPL University? We are looking at creating course tracks. So what that means is that, for example, we currently have the Python programming course, and that's probably our most popular course. That's the one that gets the most people enrolled, that kind of thing. So we're looking at doing a tech track that could be kind of based off that for similar skills. So that might include programming languages, media creation, podcasting, or like preparation for the CompTIA Plus. We're also looking at a business track. So similar to how we have getting started with job searching skills, then what are other skills that could apply to career success, entrepreneurship, professional communication, project management, those kinds of things. And then we also have like a third track that you might call like personal success or life success. When those are skills, including maybe financial literacy, social media and digital literacy and genealogy. So those are the types of courses that we're interested in adding, as well as tracks, if people want to kind of follow one particular skill set. You had mentioned pre-pandemic that there were some plans to have it like tie in with physical in-person programs. Is there any plan to go back to that or are we going to stick with mostly virtual led at this point? Uh, so we don't currently have a GCPL University wide plan to tie into in-person programming although that might look a little bit different for some of the tech track, the programming languages. Fernando might want to talk to that. Within the learning labs, we were thinking about two different tracks of offering in GCPL University, one being web development. So breaking down HTML, CSS, and JavaScript, since those are the big three components in making a website, having curated resources for that, similar to how we did with Python, but also in addition to that, uh, game development. That's another path that there's a wealth of resources online that the library has, as well as LinkedIn Learning. So we want to provide uh, a lot of variety to patrons. And one of the things that we really focused on with the Python programming course is making sure that we have the right resources. Coding can seem a little intimidating. And if somebody's interested in coding, but then they come across a resource that may be overly complicated, that may discourage them. So one of the things that we really focused on was making sure that the resources are really well put together and encouraging self-learning for patrons. And that's what we plan on doing with web development and game development as well. So it's not so much having a wealth of resources, but having those right resources. In the learning labs, we have uh, quite a bit of large initiatives. And one of our new ones that we did this November is a game jam, which challenges designers to create a game within a set time period. And online, 
lot of times you'll see game jams that are 48 hours, 72 hours, where you're really jamming in, right? What we decided to do was make it the entire month long. And it's been something really neat to see what patrons can create. So once people are kind of done with the courses, is it kind of like a do it at your own pace? Do they get like a certificate or anything like that at the end of their course? Yeah. So one of the things when we were setting up the courses was really important was that people walk out of the courses with both something they have created using the skills they've learned and they get a certificate. So for example, in our Microsoft Office course, as they're working through Excel, Word, PowerPoint, they come out with samples that they can use just to kind of show that they've mastered those skills. If they want to use that course for any sort of job, they can then kind of show those work samples and what they've created. And then once you've completed the course in Use Academy, you've submitted the samples that you've created, you can get a certificate that says GCPL University and your name on it that shows that you completed this course. That's very cool. And to lead into our last question, why did y'all want to be a part of this team? I really started with the paper that I wrote because I really did want to find a way to make the great resources that we have much more accessible to our customers, easier to find, easier to use to really help people get where they want to go and find the information they want to find. So that's where that started. And then this was just the natural outgrowth of that. When I heard about the opportunity to join this team, I was very excited to join because it was coming at such a great time about having just tons of book librarian sessions on Python programming. And it's something that really excited me doing the one-on-one sessions for patrons who wanted to learn Python and actually seeing how it was helpful. We actually, by the time GCPLU came about through the book librarian sessions, we had already had a patron who changed careers. She wanted to learn Python and find a job coding, and she did. And that was something that really brought a lot of excitement to us in the learning labs. And so with the GCPLU opportunity, it's like, wow, we can do this in a structured format, still offer book librarians to supplement that, but be able to, when we have attendees come to our intro to Python programs or schedule a book librarian program, being able to point them to GCPL University to have that structure. It was just perfect timing based on the interest that we were getting for Python for sure. Yeah, it really is a good resource for just all library staff to be able to point to of people who are interested in these fields that we offer the, these courses on to just be able to point them there. And it's a great resource to walk through instead of here's a big long list of database databases and get these, but this walks you through it, it guides you through it. Yeah. And if I could add a little bit of something to what you were saying, Steve, one of the things that's been nice about this is for a lot of our customers, they may want a computer course, but job, family, life means it's really hard to get to the library at the specific time that that specific course is offered. So for all of the courses, we really wanted to make sure that they're in a way where staff can point customers to the course but also then they can take it home and just kind of work on it as their life allows and they don't have to be on our schedule. Yeah, and it's organized in such a way like to, to walk them through that. Because again, you know, LinkedIn Learning, fantastic resource, but there's so much there sometimes that it's hard for people, I think, to find what they want. But then we can kind of use our skills to lay it out there for them. So it's great. Maria and Fernando, thank you so much for coming on the podcast to talk to us about GCPL University. 
where can customers go to sign up again? If we can remind our customers one more time about that. So you want to go to our website, GwinnettPL.org, click on the Find It tab, the little blue Find It tab, and then you'll just see GCPL University right there. Click on that and that'll take you right to it. Excellent. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. Flip the Library provides an inside look at Gwinnett County Public Library and brings to light the many ways the library impacts and enriches the lives of our community members. Visit gwinnettpl.org slash podcasts to learn more about the library's podcasts and get new episodes of Flip the Library by following Gwinnett County Public Library in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your podcast app of choice. And if you enjoy the show, don't forget to leave a rating or a review in your podcast app. Thank you for listening. Connect, learn, and grow with your Gwinnett County Public Library.